0: Yeah, so I'm at the dentist, and um, the hygienist is doing her cleaning and stuff, and she's like, oh, okay, okay. So she calls in the dentist. I go in every, you know, six months, but would you know it. Whoa, big shot. The dentist goes in there, and he's, like, poking around. He's like, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I'm like, oh, shit, a cavity, right? I haven't had a cavity in years. But here, another one of Biden's unclass- or classified documents. Couldn't believe it you know everything else checked out fine though tooth is good teeth are good but yeah fucking classified documents showing up everywhere these days so everyone welcome back to shit talk here we are march the 8th already uh 2023 joined with our special guest nick from uh, eastern canada there nick how's it going there on the eastern front
1: it's going it is going
0: yeah well you're near um, bigger centers and stuff um Have you noticed that most people are already kind of conforming to this idea of of living close to a mini mall and and just hardly ever leaving your house or? Um,
1: I see that people aren't really doing anything about it. Um, Today I was at Walmart um, and I noticed in Costco, they put up those uh, video cameras where the meat, cheese all of you know yogurt and stuff, there's little video cameras absolutely everywhere. And what they're going to do is they're going to use that to scan either facial ID or digital ID to be able to open the door to actually be able to buy something. They said that it's for, and I, when I was talking to this one lady, she says that um, their thefts are up. And I said, so you're going to tell me that thefts are up not only in Walmart, but Zares, Sobeys, and Costco? like really costco costco you can't you can't buy stuff without them checking the receipt and seeing what you have
2: well i mean it's kind of perplexing when walmart's saying it's because of theft because even when you go through the self-checkout you got the one walmart employee standing there checking and i mean they don't do a good job by any means i've i've gotten i've gotten through there with more than i probably should have but uh you're like well is it just in, to, the way to get rid of one more employee? Because that's literally the one employee's job. If you got the cameras, you can just look at this. I guess you're still gonna have this, somebody looking over the cameras when you realize that your meat department's lost 15%, you know, to the theft or whatever. But like, I, I, it, just the, the sheer manpower it's gonna take to try and track who stole what. I did see that some places are putting um, digestible uh, trackers in the meat and so they'll be able to track who took the meat. And uh, and so it's like a little RFID tag that's within, they inject into the, into your steak.
0: That's smart. I, I'm, I'm like so, you know, progressive about that. Cause that's what I want is more mystery shit in my meat.
2: Well, it's just weird. Cause you'll be and, buying steak and chips, but you won't have any fries and you're like, well, this is weird. Uh, I don't
0: know. And yeah, like, what if it's a steak and if you're going to cook it properly, it's, it's hardly cooked. Right. That's not, yeah, not cool. I'm not all for that. I don't know why. It's like they made these yogurt dip fucking milk bones and my dog hates them. And I'm not quite, I'm not very fond of them. Like I'd rather not, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Walmart's funny because I watched a security guard one time. I watched a guy with a whole shopping cart full of meat run out of the Walmart, and the security guy got to the door, like the threshold of the door, and just stopped and looked at him and then turned around walked back inside. So I happened to know somebody that asked him, and he said, well, why didn't you chase him? Like, you know, why didn't you go after him? He said, well, it's technically not theft until he leaves the property. And then when he leaves the property, we can't put the meat back on the shelf. So it's kind of one of those lose-lose situations, right? And they call the police and there's absolutely nothing the cops are going to do about it, right? So They
1: they actually can't do anything about it because the law in not only Canada, America, everywhere, you have the right to life and you have the right to eat. So you can, a lot of people don't know this, but you can actually walk into a Walmart if you wanted to, go get a loaf of bread, open it up, go get some salami, some cheese, make yourself... And they wouldn't be able to do anything. You
0: they could make can't. yourself a whole, yeah, a whole um, charcuterie if you wanted, and then yeah, you me- could start your own your own job there too, can't you? Freedom of enterprise, like as a sampler, but just charge them like a buck a sample. Right? people walking by.
2: Well, even at uh, Home Depot, I've seen it happen. It's you know, Home Depot is the most stolen from store in North America. No. Yeah. And that's why everything costs so fucking much there is because they, you know, they've got, I'm sure everything's insured by them, but they have to raise up the prices because they know that half the shit or a quarter of the shit is just getting stolen. I've seen people just walk out of the doors with their shit and the employees will look and they'll be like, oh, there goes another one. And they, there's nobody following them. I mean, what? You're working at Home Depot. You're not a cop. You're not going to like go bust this guy. So they just don't care. And so it's just, it's a mix between the people who are willing to still comply and the people who are like, I'm just going to take it. And the people who comply are getting, you know, charged two, three times as much for this. You know what the price of sandpaper is? You get 10 sheets of sandpaper for like 30 bucks. You're like, it's sandpaper. I don't know what world we're living in. A saw blade is 80 bucks. You're just, it's lunacy. And you're like, oh, it's because, you know, they're only selling half of them. And it's, it's buy I don't know, buy one, get one free, but the other way around. Oh, it yeah. looks like uh we lost Nick here, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, Nick dropped off. We don't uh hopefully we're okay. He...
2: But anyway, speaking of great Maybe thefts... Maybe you were too uh... abrasive there. <laughs> oh, that was a good one, Nate. <laughs> but speaking of good thefts, uh, have you been keeping up with the Ukraine fiasco at all there, Nate?
0: Oh no. Um just a sec the the ukraine fiasco there's no no you can't you can't say that there's there's a problem there with with trust or or monies in trust in ukraine is that what you're, a ukraine fiasco
2: fiasco i was insinuating that it is a fiasco i i should probably go to the gulag myself now for saying such a uh, bigoted transphobic slur as is that but here we are um i was just watching that uh backboot the uh The contentious city there that they've been fighting over for about three months has finally been overrun by the russians and so i don't know they're going to spin this one because they kept on saying that the ukrainians were winning but it sure seems like they're not winning
0: they're not well they're in war how is there ever a winner that's my question like these people and this is what pisses me off and i'll bring it up every episode the minute that you pick a side you're you're supporting the war and and we shouldn't, be, we shouldn't be saying that. We should be like, hey, people, get go drop some mushrooms, go out in the fucking camp for a week, um, iron out your differences, come back and decide if you're going to run your countries or not. It's so that we, simple. If we're going to throw them all in Davos, we should make sure they're high as fuck on psychedelics. We should get them, you know, um, total documentary in live feed while they're there so we can witness as a as public what's going on. Ukraine I don't know. Is, Nick?
1: Ukraine is trying to get... 14, 15, 16-year-olds into the military because these guys are getting waxed. They they have um, sent requests to Poland, Czech Republic, all the bordering countries. They want them to deport all the males back to Ukraine. Yep, extradition. And and the thing is, is these guys are not winning at all. Period. You take Russia well, uh, and uh, Ukraine, Russia can walk through Ukraine in one week and take it over all of it if they want to. <laughs> this is all staged. This is all part of their plan.
2: Well, I mean, the, uh, there's a U.S. Marine that's volunteered and, and is fighting with the Ukrainian uh, lines on the front there in Bakhmut. And he was saying the average life expectancy for a new guy on the front lines is four hours. They're taking well over seventy percent casualties. Um, it's it's a, it's an absolute meat grinder out there, and I just can't fathom how no developed country, it seems, is calling for peace. I mean, China mentioned it the other day a little bit, but no serious Western country is is saying, "Hey, let's pump the brakes here. Let's let's try and go for peace." Let's, let alone the the former nation of peacekeepers called Canada. That was what we were known for, and we're just, no, we're going to arm one side and not try and de-escalate this. It's, it's baffling when you look at the, you know, the overall overarching nuclear threat that, you know, keeps, is, you know, over top of this whole thing. And to your point, Nick, it's, it does seem like the whole thing is staged on both sides, because how on earth can you justify sending foot troops into battle to die when you know that both sides have nuclear arms? I mean, both Ukraine and Russia and NATO have all agreed that this is a war between NATO and Russia and not Ukraine and Russia. So that's nuclear country versus nuclear country. You had the United States. Nobody he- will
1: use a nuke.
2: Well, exactly. But, but, but when that's the ultimate escalation, how can you justify throwing human beings in, in the middle, in the fray on these front lines? Depopulation. This is part of their agenda having that war
1: start with ukraine russia and then the nord stream being sabotaged by the united states which is a fact now everybody knows that it is you've got some of the generals and former generals of the u.s have come out on different various social medias and have actually said that um, that if russia wanted to take out ukraine they could do it within a week no problem this is This is staged. It's planned. It was planned for inflation. It's planned to get rid of the middle class, um, the whole vaccine thing, whatever. You've got uh, that MP in England, Hancock. This guy was so stupid. And so naive that he wants to make money off of a book. He gets a journalist. He gives him passwords to all of his accounts and everything. And then what does the journalist do? Puts in that thing about Bill Gates saying, Hey, we've microchipped so many people that, you know, uh, when's the next pandemic going to start? When, do, when's the next plan for that? Where, you know what I mean? Like.
2: Well, he's talking about when they're going to drop the next variant as well. Like pure fear mongering, you know, a pure fiction of, of COVID. Hey, Uh, do we roll out that new variant today or tomorrow? Well, Marburg's
1: not really doing the (laughs) doing really good, whatever, so they gotta come up with something else. Remember monkeypox? That didn't fly over too fucking well.
0: Yeah, and you couldn't find a banana. That was yeah. It was tough.
1: But it's a lot of people don't understand this, that a lot of people that were born back in the 60s, uh, early 70s, got the smallpox shot. And once you got that smallpox shot, you cannot catch monkeypox at all. There's, There's no way that you can. It's like in science, back when we were in school, they tell you that if you catch a flu, you can never catch that flu or any subvariant of that flu because you've already fought it off. So take COVID. What that's fucking different now. <laughs> you know, science doesn't apply to COVID.
2: <laughs> it was the craziest thing. I mean, I was actually in uh, first year sciences uh, when the outbreak was happening and I was in a biology class and we were talking about we were covering we were doing PCR testing in school and so I got the chance to ask my teacher about the efficacy of you know PCR tests and she said right right up in front she's like well any any PCR test if you do a cycle count above 25 is going to give you a false positive so we're not going to do anything like that and I'm like well they're saying they're doing 40 to 50 cycles on the PCR tests for for us here and she's like yeah that's a, definitely a concern but you know better to catch false positives and false negatives you know she was kind of hedging on that and then we went on to learn about natural immunity we had a, one of the top immunologists come in and and talk to our class and teach a lesson on immunology and t and B e-cell memory and how the immune system works and how natural immunity is garnered from you know prior infection and everything and at the same time you're watching the government and the mainstream media deny natural immunity you have to get the shot have to get the shot and it was just this incredible gaslighting. because like you say we were all brought up understanding that if you got something from you know the wild virus you were you had better immunity than getting a shot with it and there was just this cognitive dissonance for three years and now we're pretending because well the science is finally caught up and now we can say that natural immunity confers better immunity than vaccination and I couldn't even believe it the other day when they came out in Canada said that they're not recommending boosters for people under 50. I thought we'd never see that day.
1: Uh, They've got no choice. You saw on February 26th, that trial in Europe, in Switzerland, the court where they've convicted all of these world leaders for crimes against humanity, genocide, uh, war crimes, uh, all of that stuff. I don't know if you've seen that on Twitter, the video, with all the judges. Yep where they've actually convicted them. They've already been convicted actually three times. They've got all these warrants for their arrest, but the problem is is there's no authority. The RCMP, mm. the RCMP are technically, in Canada, the RCMP are the only ones that can go and arrest members of parliament. Local police technically can't. It's the RCMP. And if they're not going to, if they have a warrant and they're not going to do anything about it, nothing can technically be done because nobody's being arrested and then you've got that whole bullshit on um uh, on that uh, republic website whatever about q you know q the military white hats and the black hats and all this bullshit and it's like the white hats know and they're going to start making arrests and they're going to start taking down all the elitists and this and that whatever and it's like okay when next year how many more people have to die before they decide to do something because they've been talking about this for the last two years and it's like nobody's coming to save anybody that's just fact.
2: that's the lesson that we've had you know throughout this entire pandemic is that we thought that we had protections in you know the charter of rights and freedoms we thought that there were some institutions the judicial system System, that there was some checker balance on any of this shit. And it just goes to show that the only, the only impediment to them is going to be the individual standing up and a, a group of individuals standing up against it, because there is no other way. It's, all these institutions are captured. I mean, if you're a cop and your boss says, hey, we're not going to enforce this, we're not going to you know, pursue these international crimes from the international court, we're not going to abide by the Nuremberg Code. I mean, if, if these cops were keyed into international law and had a, you know, a, a basic knowledge of what was going on, they would have nipped this whole, this whole thing in the bud if, that, if they were doing their jobs. And so it just, it's, a, it's a failure of institutions across the whole board, and that just goes to show the institutions aren't, they don't have any teeth. No, they're,
1: all bought, they're all bought and paid for. I was the very first person that told everybody in Canada that Paul Rouleau, the head of the EA Inquiry, is Trudeau's cousin. I was the very first person. I put a video out on TikTok, and then after that, other people took the information that I had to totally verify that that's his second cousin. His aunt Suzette married Pierre Rouleau, which is cousins to Paul Rouleau, which would make Paul Rouleau Trudeau's second cousin. So you're going to put your cousin as the head of the commission, and what do you think he's going to do? He's going to justify it. It doesn't matter. There is no evidence to support them. You're going to support the Emergencies Act being invoked from a nonviolent protest where the only violence was the police beating protesters. That's where your violence was. But Antifa and... Uh, BLM can go and burn down fucking cities and the cops take a knee to them. They don't do anything. They don't fucking arrest them. They don't chase them. They do nothing.
2: Oh, and the prime minister taking a knee as well. Not that that's a big surprise. Pay hey, Qadri
1: fucking 10 million. Like are you are you kidding me? This guy is an enemy combatant. The guy went to Afghanistan to fight. That guy's citizenship should have been revoked. Plain and simple. Guy goes to Gitmo, next thing you know, oh, you violated my fucking charter of rights? Well, he just violated this entire country's charter of rights. But this guy gets 10 mil. And what do we get? Oh, if you don't get vaccinated, oh, if this doesn't happen and this and all of these threats. I don't know if you've guys taken a look at Bill S-233. I
2: haven't seen it.
1: It says that if you are on disability, CPP, uh, welfare, anything, EI, anything that the government would give you money for, if you're not vaccinated, double shot with a booster, you don't get nothing. That's if they pass S two thirty three.
0: How many boosters are they at? Like, are are those extreme government harder people? Have they like? coordinated their boosters to like try and go in and get them all at once so they can remind each other when they're due.
1: Well, what they're they- doing right now is they're trying to, well, Teresa Tam back what four or five months ago was saying that, uh, everyone needs to take their fourth shot. You got a government before the vaccines even rolled out, bought 440 million doses. That's 11 shots per person. And people thought, what, it's going to be one, you know, one and you're done. These guys got 11 for fucking everybody. This was never one and done. And and, and this guy patented. Trudeau holds the patent for every single mRNA shot in Canada. His company that he owned was called Canada Providence Therapeutic Holdings. He sold it to China for 500 million plus royalties. He has made... Uh, they estimate that he's made $200 billion over the last three years because of, um, you know, Aquitus and all of his involvement. You know, this is insider trading. This is racketeering. You have an attorney general that will not prosecute regardless. The ethics commissioner, Mario Dion, his daughter or it's his niece is a mentor in the Trudeau Foundation. Our governor general in 2014 is a mentor of his foundation and an alumni member. They've got three lieutenant governor generals that are currently lieutenant governor generals that are in the Trudeau Foundation. Guy St. Pierre, snc Lavlin. He was a fucking mentor in 2000 and uh, I think it was 2009. Rosenberg, they had a, quite the class of 2009. But the thing is, I made a video on TikTok about it. And I said, if you look up all of these people's names, find out where they are. They're all at the top of their businesses, their industries. Not only does the Trudeau Foundation have the mentorship, they also have a doctoralship, ship. Doctors. And where are they? They're the ones that are telling you, oh, you got to go get your shot. Um, Pfizer. And the European Parliament, I'm sure you guys saw the video, where the lady admits, she says, we never tested this for transmissibility. It does not stop transmissibility. And we told every government leader and their health, uh, the uh, you know Canada health, that this will not stop transmission. They, they told every, this is before the first shot was in the first arm. They already knew all
0: of this. Well, just breaking the basic um, global ethics in a way where, you know, forcing people into treatment and forcing people's, you know, disclosure, their their personal information in itself should should have been outrageous. And it, it, to me, it it doesn't matter what happens nowadays there. You know, people are still like, oh, yeah, I still, you know, I still believe they're, they're doing the, the best they can. You know, they're, they're looking after
2: us. Well, oh, you have to give them a break. They didn't know what was going on and we had to try and they had to try. And, and so they had to be forgiven. That's the fucking argument that I just I cannot believe. And obviously, with, with what you're saying, Nick, like we all know, you know, the government knew that they didn't stop transmissibility uh, transmission, and yet they'd put in a vaccine mandate. Which, w- if even if it even if it did stop transmission, would have been unethical, un- unmoral, and completely, you know, morally bankrupt. But the fact that they all knew that it didn't stop transmission—that's the crime of the fucking century, right there. Everybody get
0: a shot, and then only you people that got a shot are allowed to go to the restaurants and the theaters. Hey,
1: graphene oxide. Like, if I don't understand how all of these people that are pro-vaccine, why don't you go take a look at aluminum, mercury? These are the things that are in this vaccine that you're putting in your body. Potassium chloride.
0: That's what they use to kill people in prison. The lethal injection shot ingredient of the the lethal injection shot a portion of that is in the vaccine and it has been right from the get-go
1: all of these all of these people just dropping dead on tv where he's standing drops dead all these people falling asleep and dying and then you know what they say well how do we know that that didn't happen five years ago it just wasn't in the news like are you nations
0: not causation the best thing that i like Oh, I got the
1: vaccine to protect you. I got it to protect you. How come you're not getting it to protect me? Why the fuck would I get a vaccine to protect you and not myself?
2: Well, that was the same argument with the masks. Oh, I'm not wearing a mask to protect myself. I'm wearing it to protect another person.
1: Oh, I just right. got banned from Teresa Tam today. She ended up putting that shit up on her Twitter, whatever. And I responded. I said, the, the, the people that make the masks, next time you go to the store, and grab one of those boxes of masks, look on the back. It says, this will not protect you from catching COVID or any other type of virus. It even tells you right on the box that yeah. you can wear one, you're still going to catch it. This is not going to do nothing. But people are like, oh, no, masks save lives. Do fucking wear it while you're swimming. You well, There's still people you outside wearing the mask.
0: There's still oh, people walking through the wearing wearing park wearing a mask. Sorry, Nick.
1: I was saying, you know what, next time you go scuba diving, put a fucking mask on. Yeah.
0: Well, for fishing, like if you're out in the lake in the in the rowboat and, you know, there's another boat out on the lake, you should probably wear one to protect that other guy way the fuck over there. You know, you could string a bunch of them together and catch a whole lot more fish because they're a bunch of fucking plastic anyways. But, uh, yeah, it's It's scary. So today I did want to touch on the, on the point it is uh, – international uh women's day
2: and uh so w- which means we can all be women today correct well, that I is right identify- oh. Well, that i, I identify
1: as a hockey puck
2: yeah um yeah i saw so, i saw the prime minister came out and said that trans women are women today
0: yeah and i reminded him that uh correlation is not causation good for you so yeah you can't uh you can't say that one one represents the other totally and and wholly like that there's there's way more to it
2: I'm surprised there aren't more women that are upset about that. They're like, listen, we give birth, you know, we, we raise they the are. next generation. I, I should hope so, but I oh
1: on Twitter, you've got um that one, and she's a really good spokesperson. I forget her name. She's a major athlete. She was in the Olympics, and she said trans women are not women. And any and, and the thing that she can't stand is how men are identifying themselves as women, even have a, like an operation to get some of the pieces in there to compete against actual women where they have an advantage. I'm sorry, I cut you off. I apologize.
2: No worries. They're, well, they said that um, the federal government's now giving $75,000 to every federal employee uh, towards their gender reassignment surgery. So that's our tax dollars hard at work at you know perpetuating this delusion Um, And then you can go on and, like you say, compete in in, uh, the female sports as a biological male, and there's no issue. I mean, even today, I read that uh, Politico, that fucking shitty rag, uh, uh, had to apologize and backpedal, and they said that uh, biological males, saying someone is a biological male is an anti-trans slur. So even acknowledging somebody as a biological male so, in the case of like, you know, what we're talking about uh, a male, uh, formerly male athlete transitioned to an alleged female, uh, if you refer to them as a biological male, that's an anti trans slur.
1: Well, you'd be racist and misogynistic and, um,
2: yeah, intolerable. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're just racist and that's, you know, that's it. You're so not is, you're Nazi. Okay. Now, I, I hate to string things together as they shouldn't be, but, um, is that maybe why Biden had the lobotomy here this week? Was they had to put all this new information in and take the older, because he mentioned he took his head off. They took the top of his head off twice. Did you guys see that in the news this week? No. I shared it on Facebook, Blaine. You still have Facebook. I know you haven't worked your way up to the fancy ones, but.
2: I've been a little bit busy lately, but I did see the old video of Biden talking about his uh, neuro surgery that he had twice and he said he wasn't the same person afterwards and you know he didn't think right and all these other things and so well i thought that was back when he was a senator so that was a very very old video i don't know if it's just remaking the rounds but i know that they they chopped some cancer out of him recently did he
1: what, what did he go to black church before the surgery or is that after the church you know after the surgery where he would go to his church
0: So, yeah, so Biden went to the black church and Trudeau does the, uh, he used to, back when he was still just a a black feminist, he was that lady on Orange is the New Black, I think, or guy that, you know, the one back when he was a black, black woman. No, you guys don't know that.
1: Hang on, I'm trying
0: to. uh... Orange is the New Black. It was a crazy show. Back when I paid for TV. Now we get cable, and I pay to like try not to watch a lot of shit. There was there was pretty cool stuff on TV this week, though.
1: Well, you can bypass your filter, right? On the you TV, live in, you, you live in a house, and where do you live? I live in an apartment. You live in an apartment. All you have yeah. To do is get now we're gonna move to into a van level.
0: down by the river.
1: Oh, I might pitch my tent next to you. Nice. Yeah.
0: So at least at least I you could do on International Women's Day, really.
1: Well, exactly. I'll start a bonfire to keep myself warm, and it might warm up your van.
2: Yeah. Wait, today um, are we allowed to acknowledge each other as bitches? Because I, I really would really like to say, "Hey, bitch."
0: Yeah, yeah, back at you, bitch. Yep. Um. Yeah, I don't know the. Uh, I got into this Bert. Um, I don't want to mispronounce it, Kreshner. Kreischer? Was, uh, Kreischer? yeah, Burt Kreischer from Two Bears, One Cave, that other podcast there, that yeah. comedy podcast. I don't know if you guys have checked that out or not. but
2: Oh, I've seen it, yeah.
0: He's got uh, – he had Dana Carvey on there the other day. And just going back to the Biden thing, Dana Carvey is one of the best impressionists somewhat. You know, not the best, but definitely up there. And in Hollywood, he does some of the funniest impressions, right? He does and, Bush really good. Yeah, well he said that he, he learned how to do Biden, but it wasn't easy. And there's a reason why most comics don't like to do Biden is because when you're when you're talking Biden, you you have to, everything seems to go into Pirates of the Caribbean. Right? So you're oh yeah, I was out with the other day in the purple for the murder pirates of the Caribbean. You
1: know, I that's walked, walked, walked 17,000 miles with Xi Pin when I was vice president. Yeah, yeah, we walked 17,000 miles together.
2: Holy America man. is best described in one word a foot 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 a Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: Yeah, see, you just got to work it into Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm telling you, it's the fucking funniest thing. He does a bunch of them. If you guys get a chance, check that, that podcast out. Um, who's the sponsor this week again, Blaine?
2: Oh, well, as always, we're brought to you by uh, Sun City Silver and Gold Exchange. You can find them here in Kelowna, BC, on the corner of uh, Bernard and Gordon, or you can reach them from anywhere at uh, sovereignize at gmail.com. That's i z e at gmail.com. And they'll get you the best rates on uh, silver and gold that you're going to get anywhere so you can protect your assets and hedge against the inflation and the. Forthcoming central bank digital currency and all that jazz. So, yeah, reach out to Steve at sovereignize at gmail.com and use the promo code shit talk for the best rates.
1: Do they still have uh back avenue flashbacks, rosies?
2: Uh, oh. flashbacks is long gone, rosies is gone. Um, what was the first one you said? Back avenue. No, I haven't heard yet. That's even before my time.
0: Yeah, everything is Earl's. Earl's Cactus Club, Earl's, more Earl's, and Earl's on third.
2: Well, Rosie's is now King Taps, which is, it's been sterilized in there. They took away the pool table. It looks like you walk into a hospital. It's all white and uh, and clinical, which isn't great. And then Flashbacks is now BNA, which is a uh, just a, a brewery. And they got bowling upstairs. Yeah, it's, it's like a it family, like a transgender, family
0: mixed place. What's that? Oh yeah, the, and then they got a special club. It's called the the um the Wizard of Oz, and it's downtown <laughs> and it's for people to go to if they want to take in what they're showing at the library earlier that afternoon.
1: Got, they still they still okay corral still gotta
0: exist. Yes. Yeah. It closed during COVID. We were all worried and a few guys got together, I think, and partnered up and, and reopened it because yeah, they closed during COVID and they were one of the last to reopen in the whole city, right? So they took a big hit with that COVID. But, yeah, it's a great place. I like dropping people off there. I find their security is pretty on cue, so that's always good.
1: Do they still have the uh, after-hours boost can at Kelowna towing? I don't know.
2: Never heard of it.
0: There's there's no cars at Kelowna towing.
1: Oh, wow. I, I used to go to Kelowna all the time. Oh. Nice. Oh yeah. I used to when I was in particular, you know, go to Slack Alice's, whatever. That's back when they had Peach Fest before um MC Hammer destroyed that. Cool.
0: Oh. Well, oh. Remember the riots? No, I thought International Transgender Day destroyed Peach Fest.
1: Well well, they did too. Oh. They did. They were at the concert and then MC Hammer decided, you know what, I'm not I'm not playing for people that don't know who they are. So that was
0: that. Did you say Epstein Hammer or MC Hammer? MC Hammer. Okay, because, yeah, I could see Epstein Hammer have ruined fucking Peach Fest, too, once or twice. Gross, disturbing shit. Did
2: That's you see an that, image.
0: Well, did you see that thing on
1: TikTok where if you went onto Google Map, it actually showed you the Democratic National Committee was having their annual meeting on Epstein Island? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a few people ended up going to Google map, they zoomed in on Epstein Island, and they had the DNC committee with, uh, you know, like a little castle, whatever it was. And I was like, like, I'm sure
2: somebody put that there as a gag, you know, you can kind of list things on Google yourself, uh, you know, add a business or whatever, and put the little dropper there. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised either way because I, I'm sure everybody in the DNC has been to Epstein Island. But I, I'd be really surprised if they let that one uh, fly through the, the, the keep if it was like, they, you know, they're openly admitting to it. I, I bet it was just some guys fucking around.
0: Well, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm actually shocked that they don't have video of Hunter being out on that island as the new gatekeeper, you know? I'm I'm really shocked that they haven't announced who, who they turned the keys over to that operation. Uh Boris Boris
1: Nikolich. He's oh. the guy that um in the will, he became executor of the state and he was handed the keys, but he wouldn't sign the piece of paper, but he's the guy that's technically running that island now. And uh, the only reason why Hunter's not there is because he's with his niece on a on a cruise in China. Huh.
2: Speaking of China, um, anybody been following the uh, alleged Chinese interference in the uh, the elections that's been going on here? The you rampant know, uh, denials. Well,
0: that's all racism, oh, well, of do course. You know, do you know
1: Bradshaw? Yes, I do. Yeah, she she had a live going with uh, that was on CPAC that was shown uh, the uh, House of Commons, and then you got you know Jim Dollywall, which is Jagmeet Singh he says that he's not going to vote no confidence because he doesn't think that that really had anything to do with um, certain people getting elected like himself.
0: (laughs) Well, it's funny that, you know, the word of the week is rapature, I believe. And that, that isn't, that isn't a a dinosaur, you know, somewhere between T-Rex and the, and the, the Raptor. And it's not a reporter in French. I think that's what what Blaine mentioned it might be, right? It isn't isn't something biblical, like all of a sudden, you know, everybody starts flying up into the sky. It's not that. It's uh, What is it, appointing when you're in trouble? You appoint your own judge, but you keep it all confidential?
1: Well, yeah, I think he's going to get his wife, Sophia, to get one of her cousins to be the uh, repertoire.
0: Well, what about this Rachel Gilmore? Uh, Here, she's out of work right now with Global. And we love to we love to plug Global, G O L O B U L L for all of those that are following from other countries. Did she get canned or something?
2: Oh yeah, you didn't catch that. No, she had, she had this big sob story on Twitter. She was tweeting out. She's like, "Well, me and some other uh, top notch journalists have been laid off from uh, from from Global, and it's been a really you know tough time for us and everything. And looking forward to the next thing. And then she sent out a next another tweet that was like looking for work, essentially, she's like, if anybody knows, uh, re- feel free to reach out to me in my DMs, you know, and then there was another one after that saying she was like, um, she was condemning all of the hate and bullying that had come her way for people mocking her um, about these, you know, tweets and the fact that she had gotten shit canned with a bunch of other uh, air quotes, journalists. It was quite the saga. It was really worth the, the read. It, was, it brought me a lot of joy to see.
1: I can't stand her. Oh, no, I'd love I'd love to give her fucking her booster personally, just to make sure it's the real deal. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Here. Yeah. You know, like fucking start walking around. Here we go. Who's next? That's what I want to (laughs) do. I want to go. I want to take a lab with a bunch of vaccines, the boosters and everything. Walk into Parliament and say, all right, guys, who's due for their fucking booster shot? Because this is the real deal. This is no saline. This is fucking the real deal. Let's get, uh, let's get, who's first? Who wants to volunteer as everyone? Oh, shit. I got a meeting. I got a committee meeting. Sorry, I can't. uh, I got to go.
0: I want to get, (laughs) I want to get one of those fake needles. You know, the ones I'm talking about where it looks like the needles go in India, but it's really not. I want to get one of those and just stand outside the 7-Eleven and just like fucking, You know, give everybody a fake injection as they're walking through the door and just see how long it takes before anybody does anything these days. Because most people would be like, oh, oh, it's for safety. It's for my own good.
1: (laughs) No, just go like this. Just take it, go like this, and pretend that you're putting it in your arm, and it's like, oh, God, i got the booster. Now I'm okay to go into 7-Eleven. I I, I got you protected now.
0: You guys are all protected. But you offer it to everybody else as well, right, as they're going in. And no, no free booster. you got to have your booster before you go in. No mask yeah,
1: so hey uh, where you guys live, I want to ask you guys about, um, I'm sure that they've already planned out your guys' 15 minute districts.
0: Oh, I'm sure we already have them. I know you already are- they're already kind of here. I don't think they're gonna bother small community cities as much as they're going to focus on the bigger um, centers like Edmonton, especially. And that's not surprising for Edmonton either because Edmonton likes to be clicky and have these little, you know, areas of Edmonton that are a little better or a little worse than other areas of Edmonton. So
2: They definitely couldn't do it here because it takes you 15 minutes to go like a block and a half. I mean, the the traffic is so bad. They don't really (laughs) need to put up any... Any, any kind of impediments to you you're just like sure, i ain't going sure. to this out of town because it'll take me an hour and a half to get there and it's not worth my fucking time so they kind of figured it out how to do it over here just kind of subliminally
1: Well, going from summerland just to get downtown to Kelowna, there's 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 you go 40
0: you minutes go. yeah Fuck, you've already gone through two zones <laughs> 40 minutes with a hovercraft at three in the morning
2: yeah. I find I find it interesting that it isn't a distance-based metric, these fifteen minute cities, right? It's not like a fifteen kilometer city or a ten kilometer or whatever. It's fifteen minutes. You're like it's very subjective based on what kind of transit you got going on. If you have fuck all for infrastructure, fifteen minutes is not very far.
1: No, I could just see the bus driver. All right, we're in the next fifteen minute zone. Everybody off the fucking bus. <laughs> Everyone off. That's it. You guys gone too far.
2: Well, yeah, unless you
1: have a high can Only pick score. up and
0: drop off at, at each stop and in Kelowna. And none of the stops, the worst thing about Kelowna is that very few of the stops are actually set up properly. Like Blaine mentioned, infrastructure is the hugest fucking problem in the city. And you know, you think they know there's three stops on one highway, and it's only two lanes going up the fucking highway, but there's three bus stops. And you know, maybe an idea would be to push the sidewalk back a bit. And put in that pullout for the bus so the bus isn't tying up one of two lanes of traffic trying to get up this freaking highway, right? And same on the way down, I think, too. There's a couple where the, yeah, on the the way down. And yeah, we're lucky there's no winter here. But is that
1: Malibu? Or did Malibu change its name? Malibu. Yeah, right there on the, the 97, whatever you want to
2: call it. Long so. gone, buddy. Long oh, gone. Oh, probably.
1: Fuck me, man. Wow. Holy yeah, shit. Do I, feel, I feel fucking old, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, really old.
2: <laughs> no, we, we
0: don't have rabbits anymore either. Like, I hit one the other day, but I think it was probably a fluke. I think it was somebody let their rabbit out of their, their house accidentally. How, or how do something. you know it
1: wasn't a cat identifying itself as a rabbit?
0: because i'm i'm pretty sure i was going slow enough to wreck like to actually figure out what it was and decide whether or not i was going to stop you how what you? Like, you have dare to make you? that decision do i jam on the brakes or is it just a fucking rabbit right like do i do i swerve into oncoming no it's you know you, you yeah. just make those quick decisions but yeah first is to identify it not as you know
2: some Nate. child
0: dressed up in a rabbit costume running around on the road
2: Nate, you're such a fucking bigot. How dare you identify a rabbit as a rabbit? I mean, it could easily be a, like, like Nick said, it could be a cat, it could be a deer. You don't know how it identifies.
1: You're being racist and misogynistic. I'm gonna well, have to call Trudeau on you.
2: That's hate speech, Nate. And uh, I think yes. Nick and I both wanted to call you out on that because that's just unacceptable in this modern day.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, point of point of personal privilege. Oh point fuck, he's um, I just want to address on, on to the to the floor that we uh yeah, we um apologize for your your feelings and uh I I will work on that um together moving forward. Um uh, what was the other ones?
2: You you hit a lot of them, that's for sure. yeah,
0: together moving forward. Um uh, Kelowna RCMP. No. Yeah, there's a guy that's uh,
1: hate speech, man. You gotta, you gotta shut him down. All right, thanks. There, it. it's done.
0: So there's this guy. I don't know if you've seen him on your uh, um social media there, Blaine. So I want to bring him up. He's his name is uh, J M. Jeffy Jeffrey Marsh. They call him. And he does these fucking TikToks, and it's fucking disturbing. He's also on Instagram, and he's got this Patreon. I think that he tries to, you know.
2: Is this the the man that identifies as a woman that has the beard? Yeah, he's
0: well. He, I don't know him and Kathy Griffin look so much alike that I get them
2: fucking confused. I might know who you're talking about. Does the lipstick, but has this double.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure I know exactly who you're talking about. His uh they ended up putting his video on fucking Twitter. Yeah. It's 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 that guy that's got the stubble or is it the one where he's pretending that he's got these menstrual cramps?
0: No, it's the first one. It's the it's one that, where okay. he tells he tells kids to go on to Patreon. To talk to him in private about stuff they can't talk to him about on on TikTok, in the comments and stuff, and that his parents, your parents, are wrong.
2: Number you one, your parents are wrong. It doesn't family. matter what
0: you know, and don't tell your parents, but you know, come and talk to me about about your your uh, things and stuff. He's on also, my Patreon, I believe it's the same guy that was man. talking
2: about uh, disowning your parents as well. Was yep. it not? Yeah, yep. yeah, same same fellow.
0: Yep disconnect i think it's called disconnect
2: yeah i feel you know, it's really it's really kind of interesting and maybe this is just because I'm, I'm also a bigot but how you can have a bunch of facial hair but just put lipstick on and then you can i mean at that point why put the lipstick on if you can just identify as the other gender why put the hoop earrings on and the lipstick i mean why wear the low-cut v-neck you could just say you are same as that teacher over uh, in Ontario there with the Zed Cup oh. t- titties, you know? Oh, yeah. They're like, you know, if it's good enough just to identify as it, why do you need the, the fake the, the, the fake this and the fake that? Oh, they
1: busted him, man. Eh? They uh, Somebody started following him, so he ended yeah. up going home, taking out those fucking balloons, whatever, and he was, I don't know, walking up the street, whatever, and they were <laughs> taking pictures and filming them, and he, I guess he wasn't really too happy.
2: No. Well, I mean, the jig is kind of up at that point. I mean, I think I think he was hoping to get fired so he could have, like, a nice little lawsuit on his hands or something.
0: Well, he did get paid leave or something, I think. And then the, that's when they caught him after that is when they caught him, like, taking a break. And I think it's okay, like, <clears throat> you know, having a sabbatical of sorts, maybe doing something different for a bit, that's okay. I think that's healthy. Like, you know, people get caught in those ruts, right? We get caught in those traps and we do the same thing over and over again,
2: you know, like. Well, of course, gender is fluid. So, I mean, that's the kind of thing is that you could feel one day like you want to wear the ed cups and you're a female, and the other. What does day that we're... even mean? Gender is fluid.
0: Like, what does that e- is that does that mean that the the river can't change its course?
2: Well, it's just it's it's fluid. It's liquid. It can you know it can, I could be a man one day and a female the other day. You know, water just fills its cup, and sometimes the cups you know shape changes, Nate. And so sometimes it's a square cup, and sometimes it's a water juice box.
0: Oh, thanks for clarifying that. Cause I thought it, I didn't, I didn't know it meant more like ice. You know, like if it froze, it would be in that shape today. But if it doesn't freeze, then, you know, it can, it can decide on what shape it's going to take tomorrow. Okay. Ooh, I get
2: that. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, don't I, I just
0: wondered where the whole gender is fluid thing, like it's, I'm sure it scared a lot of people from hydration, right? The minute you say gender is fluid, you're, like, oh my God, it's, it's in the water.
2: So if I drink more than eight cups of water a day, do I become a chick? Yes. You no, know, oh. you
0: you can identify as anything beyond amphibious.
2: Well, he oh, can awesome!
0: As being water, yeah. Oh, Dude. yes. That as well, well, that's
2: some Bruce Lee shit. You know, be be the water, my friend. That's uh, uh, that's deep.
0: So I oh. did watch a quick video to educate people because I think it's education time about um, the Tartar Tartarus. Have you heard of this creature,
2: Blaine? Tartarus, I believe, wasn't that a realm in uh, in Greek mythology?
0: No, I think it's called the Tartar tar, tartar or Tartarus. Anyways, it's it's the animal that lives on the flea's legs. It's the tiny micro insect that can withstand temperatures of like a thousand degrees. It could withstand going into space like better than we can. And there's a whole write-up well, about it. I think I shared well, it on Facebook. I I hope I did because is that in the vaccine yeah. now? Um, I'm pretty sure it's everywhere right like they're very microscopic little beings but apparently they've they've studied them and they're one of the only um, species that's fully adaptable like if there's no it lives under the, the on the underside of the moss it's so tiny that it lives on the underside of moss
1: remember remember the story where they say that uh, the dinosaurs became extinct because of a meteor.
0: And now they're well, saying it's their own farts. Their own farts killed them.
1: Well, hang on. See, if a meteor hit and there was that much fire, the dinosaur not only would burn to death, there would be no bones because it would turn into ash. So how do you find dinosaur bones when a meteor supposedly took them fucking all out? There's going to be no bones.
0: Well, it was and a carbon 18- tax. They, they brought in a carbon tax to to offset their emissions because they farted and they weren't paying their fucking carbon tax. So they starved and died. They just, you know, they got, yeah.
1: I want to see more animals wearing
2: masks. You know, Nick, I did see, um, and I'm not sure what the event, it might've been the Tunguska event, but they are able to find a bunch of uh, woolly mammoth bones uh, that, that pretty much essentially died in place from the shock wave of a meteor hitting. So it wasn't like a wave of fire that came and burnt everything, but if you think about like when there's an explosion the shock wave that comes along uh following it can go a lot farther than the fire does say and they found yeah, like all a the, nuke
1: yeah like the a-bomb and,
2: exactly and the, the shock wave was enough to break the legs of these woolly mammoths and also all these woolly mammoths just died in place and they found shattered in you know, like femur bones on these uh on all these woolly mammoths and so they kind of just died in place and then the thought would have been you know, obviously there would have been some fires and all this other stuff and the ash and the, you know, muck that would rain down afterward would, would coat them over. And if they happen to die in a swamp or whatever, then they could kind of get covered by organics and then slowly get buried by time.
1: I just don't believe in how they quantum date stuff. And they say that, you know, this here is, you know, 2 million years old. Like mm-hmm. really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that's 10 million years old. That's a hundred million years old.
2: i mean it's the i mean the i don't know whether or not i agree with it but the basis is carbon 14 dating and it's radioactive isotopes have a half life and so for example like uh cesium uh is used i believe for the world's clock to get the most accurate uh time because it it has such a uh a fine uh half-life degradation that they can use it it's like its degradation is like degradation is every second and so they can measure the degradation and therefore kind of keep time and in the same way, if you can get a sample of something organic, you can look at the amount of carbon 14 in it and see if that carbon 14 has how much of it has degraded into its non isotope forms and then be able to kind of work that backwards. So I don't know whether it's legitimate or not, but a lot of the carbon 14 dating has um, correlated with a lot of data like we've talked about on the podcast before. Um, like some of Graham Hancock's work, uh, you know, when they uncovered Quebecli Tepe, some of these ancient advanced uh, civilizations and they correlate with this the, the, the comet impact hypothesis of twelve thousand eight hundred years ago. So the ice cores and uh, the uh, rain patterns in different parts of the world all kind of show a massive flood about twelve thousand eight hundred years ago. And these scientists all had proposed um, or some of these scientists rather had proposed That there had been a great flood at at that point and at the same time um it would have wiped out a lot of uh, low-lying civilizations just due to the the rise in, in sea levels and stuff like that and so they were able to propose that there was a comet impact that flash melted the ice on the canadian shield at the time because canada was under about two kilometers thick of ice and that amount of water would have washed through north america and the same ice cap over on the Um, The European continent would have would have melted and 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 caused big floods. And so uh, anybody that was living near sea level would have been uh, pretty much fucked up because the the sea levels would have risen so much. Anyway, they have all this geological evidence for it. And then they were able to correlate that with carbon 14 dating that precisely puts it at 12,800 years ago from all these different sources. And so one of those things that just due to the abundance of other evidence that points to that same date, the fact that they were able to get it with carbon fourteen dating uh as well from like the vegetation that was stuck in these structures at Gobekli Tepe, um, kind of all lead to the same idea. Okay, same same time, same time, same time. And so it, you know, to me it gives credence to the idea that carbon fourteen dating might be legit.
1: See, in Holland, uh one third of Holland back in uh five hundred AD. For 200 years, one-third of Holland was covered by water. The yeah. water just came in, covered it up. It took 200 years for the water to recede, and that's where uh, pretty much Rotterdam and that side of Holland, which was underwater, and that was back then. And are they going to say that that was global fucking warming? You know what I mean? Like Vikings with fucking axes, swords, uh campfire they're using wood because they didn't have electricity there was no factories there was just you know plundering but the point is is climate change like like really take a look at the uh, weather modification tree that canada has with the united states it tells you how they cloud seed and how mm-hmm. they change the atmosphere even the united states department of defense their government even said that they did it in vietnam
2: Well, you might find this interesting, Nick, is that during the height of the Roman Empire, the average temperature on the globe based on the ice cores and, you know, whatever they use to to figure out the historic temperatures uh, was two degrees warmer than it was today. And they keep on saying if we raise the global temperature by a degree, it's going to be apocalyptic. And yet the Roman Empire was at its height and it was two degrees warmer than now. It's this, you know. The climate does change. No one's going to deny that the the, that the Earth is a dynamic body that can be influenced by a comet impact, you know, shrouding the sky with soot and blocking the sun's rays and causing a, an ice age to follow. Or in the a,
1: 40s. In the, a the 40s. mass
2: ejection with, a you know, a bunch of solar radiation burning up the Earth and making everything very, very hot. But it's just, it's whether or not it's human cause and it's also the extent of what it's actually going to be.
1: In the 40s. The temperature actually cooled down by two degrees Kelvin. Um, not only the number one scientist, uh, geologist guy in the world that worked for um, uh, fuck, not only NASA, he worked for that one. I forget what the organization is called. He was the the top guy in his field, and when he said that this global warming is nothing but a scam, they destroyed him in the media they did everything to debunk this guy and destroy this man's career and made it look like you know like you know that that's he's lying uh he's senile because he's too old and just stuff like that which i thought was uh which i thought was interesting but you have to understand this also like um i was in the i was in the military and if you go down to mcmurdo station mcmurdo is you know south pole right explain to me how's it possible that you can see the northern lights and take a picture with the northern lights that's that's impossible but on a flat earth model mcmurdo is would be to the west of sweden finland norway
2: if i'm not mistaken there is people who do say that um that oh well, i i believe it was at least in the literature from when I was in school, was that there's northern lights and southern lights because these occur at the poles um, due to the magnetism, right? The electromagnetism of the radiation from the sun coming across the, the poles of the Earth. So like when you're down at the equator, you don't see any northern or, or southern lights, but the closer you get to the poles, the more likely you are to see um, Aurora Borealis. And that, you know, it's you're not seeing the northern lights necessarily when you're at the south pole, you're seeing the southern lights that's just that's what was explained to me i'm not saying you know you're wrong by any means it's just uh due to the 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 model of the globe when they explain how the magnetic poles work and the magnet you know magnetic shield around the planet um that both the poles function the same way when they interact with cosmic rays
0: those lines those those lights are all signs of radiation they should well i'd like to take the time on behalf of Eeyore, to thank our 77 new members this week for the Shit Talk podcast. Our ratings are uh, continually climbing, and uh, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you folks. So please keep sharing the Shit Talk podcast and uh, enjoy the uh, guests we have on. So, Nick, you've been on TikTok for how long? Uh, for uh, over a year. Okay. And, and you've got the voice of like a... Uh, radio personality have you been told that before actually i have you yeah you did. And, and
1: i'm like you know w- w- when i sit there you know how would you listen to yourself when you record yourself yeah and, and, and it's like that doesn't sound like me yeah because it but it does but it doesn't but you know what i'm saying <laughs> but um but yeah you know
0: well you've I'm created sorry. some very informative content and uh, i'm glad that you uh Replied back and reached out to us, and uh, that you can be here with us tonight. Um, we always ask our our guests, well, where do we go from here? And uh, you you definitely touched base on on one subject, which is we need to restructure our uh, democratic process and our you know rights to voting and and how to um, go back to us for the people, not the people for us if that makes
1: sense independent candidates that's the only way you get out of this there is no other way there is no we're going to vote for Pierre or Maxime Bernier these people are world economic forum members all of them are the only difference is is they took Pierre's photo off and Maxime Bernier's photo off for a reason They didn't do it just because. They did that for a strategic reason. And let, let me ask you this. During that freedom convoy, I can tell you this. If I was an MP or an MPP, I would have went from parliament. I would have went down there. I would have grabbed the hockey stick. I would have played some street hockey with these guys. I would have listened to what everyone had to say but I would be on their side to begin with regardless, because that's who you work for is the people. And not one, not one single member of parliament, federal, or even provincial went out to that convoy. Not a single person did that. And then you got Pierre chastising those three MPs for going to see Christine Anderson and he went as far as saying that she's you know a nazi and, and a vile this, racist this woman stands up for freedom of speech freedom of democracy and you're going to debase her like that meanwhile everybody knows what she stands for and i'm thinking that uh trudeau's going to resign in a two months maximum he's going to resign he's going to have no choice But that's the plan and the plan is to get pierre in there but not with a majority majority government i think they're shooting to get the ppc and get them a whole bunch of seats so this way to make it look good but the problem is is the conservative party of canada are the people that got us into agenda 2030 2021 hell Brian Mulrooney, in 1988, ended up, um, he amended the Emergency War Measures Act to make it the emergency act. He threw in pandemics, floods, fires. Look at BC fires. When has any member of parliament said and invoked a fucking emergency act for BC fires, or even the floods? Never. But you do it to a non-violent protest. And not only it was nonviolent, it was coordinated with Jim Watson, the Ottawa police, telling the truckers, you guys can park on Wellington, you can park here in Victoria. You know what I mean? Telling them where to go. And then all of a sudden mainstream media comes in and oh these guys, oh, look at the Nazi flag and the rebel flag.
0: The people these can't guys- leave their homes or parked right outside their houses. Like, made it sound like you had people blocked into apartment buildings with a big giant truck right in front of the fucking door. Like, I'm sorry, you've got, you know, and, and from what I understand, nobody was really parking their trucks in any residential areas. So there might have been a couple where it's mixed residential com- um, commercial kind of stuff I can I could probably see. But
1: if the people have a problem, you know what? It's all come out that the government with the police organized where these people were going to park their trucks. So you, who do you point the finger at? Jim Watson, Trudeau, Um, slowly, Chief, slowly, because he was the first one, and then Bell afterwards. But the point is, is these are the people that coordinated everything. So that's – you got a problem? Take it up with those people. Those are the ones that were part of this plan.
2: Nick, what gives you the confidence that Trudeau is going to resign – Within the next two months or whatever, you know, uh, the fact this, that he's going resign in general.
1: Okay, the China thing's not going away. That's the first thing. Second is his cousin being the head of the emergency inquiry, and then he resigns. Brenda Lucky resigns. They got that uh, one MP, Garneau, I think that's what his name is. He, he, he resigned. Oral, um, oral. You got – this is all – plan that these people are going to resign and stuff but the thing is is trudeau knows that his
2: time is done but what what makes his time done i mean he's got a coalition with the ndp the ndp aren't doing fuck all to push him out um it's all this it's the scandals because there's another one But i mean but i mean he's had a million scandals and they haven't stuck i just don't mean to you know i will push back just a little bit on this i mean if you have all the power it doesn't benefit the party when they're polling so low for for you know them to have an election even if he resigns and has somebody else step up there's going to be an election i just don't understand why when you're in the position of power and you've got the ndp locked in why you wouldn't ride it out as long as you can you I can't. mean why be, there, there,
1: you're gonna have you're not gonna have ten thousand people you're gonna have 50 60 thousand people in
2: ottawa and then what are you going to do over what the chinese interference is that is that the big the big catch over, here
1: over over everything
2: because i mean nothing, i i, I hope to see been, it i'm just i been done i'm not seeing it in my day-to-day i'm not seeing it in you know there's no big resurgence in the in the, the flags on the trucks around here or anything like that I, said, I just, this he's guy, a teflon guy i mean god if the emergencies act thing didn't kill him why would the chinese election interference kill him devil's advocate
1: thing is is this guy has committed so much corruption and right everything that he's been doing is illegal and this guy this guy is going to appoint the person that's supposed to you know charge him or hold him ethically you know reliable for everything and it's like okay look you've been choosing all of these people to begin with the people are sick and tired this guy has more security than than the Pope. <laughs> if the Pope came here with the Pope mobile, and he has his entourage, Trudeau's got more fucking security than this. And to me, that's if all of these people really like you, why do you need a convoy of like 50 fucking
2: vehicles? You know what I mean? It's like... I'm, I'm with you that it seems like he should... Have to resign or be forced out, or there should be a vote of non-confidence. I think it's part um, of Klaus Schwab's plan. That, I like, I'm,
1: I'm with you that it should, it should happen.
2: But yeah, and and fair enough. I mean, Pierre is as much of a puppet as the rest of them. I just uh, he's he's more dangerous. I feel like you know they could push the population even further because it it like I said over the Emergencies Act, one would have hoped there would have been a you know a Freedom Convoy 2.0 that was of a meaningful. Um, you know, a more meaningful kind of uh, presence that there would have been more people, you know, on and more and more as time went on, but it seems like less and less and it's baffling to me because obviously the conditions for everybody has gotten worse you've got. way worse inflation you've got a way worse housing crisis everything's bad for the individual that's out here living so. The convoys gained a lot of support
1: with a lot of people, but the problem is is there's just too much cowardice in this country because people don't want to put their my point out yeah. there because they're thinking of retribution, retaliation, mm-hmm. where, hey, bring it, man. I don't mind. I'm going to keep doing my videos. I don't care. what Whatever you want to try to
2: do to me, go ahead. I'm, you know I'm just saying that that cowardice, like, They're going to keep, I I would imagine if I was in Trudeau's shoes or the party's shoes that I would keep on pushing the same way they push with the lockdowns. How much can we get away with? How much are the people willing to put up with? Yes, there's definitely enough of us, you know, on the the fringe minority with unacceptable views um, that are going to push back, but when they look at the demographics say oh it's not enough we can push further we can get more restrictions and we can continue this you know robbery of the the natural resources and on and on and on and it just seems like they've still got air in the tank to keep going because there isn't a a big public pushback I mean you and I and Nate all know that any one of the Trudeau scandals from snc Lavlin Lavalin to the we charity to the emergencies act inquiry to the Chinese should have been gone in, in, in any other in, in 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 the past in the past fucking 30 years any other paul martin fucking any anybody that was out there who had one of these scandals happen that would have been the end of them and yet yep. we're living in an age where it just keeps on going he's like the teflon guy nothing fucking he's, sticks all to him.
1: of all the members in his foundation are all in key positions mm-hmm.
2: that's the only reason why this so why would he resign I'm, I'm with you i want him to it seems like he should i just I don't see the people will, people will have, people
1: will be fed up and they will have enough after they go to take more. Once they start taking more, everybody's feeling
2: what's So you being say we, you, 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 you're saying we got one scandal left, maybe that until people feel that that's enough, enough's been taken. Cause I'm not seeing it over the Chinese interference. So there's got to be, be another be... scandal.
1: When I watched the House of Commons, and I watch them question, answer, question, answer, that shit's all scripted. You're not asking the right questions. You're asking just these questions. And then you've got this guy on, you know, on on auto on with his comments. It's like, you know, Canadians don't want this. Canadians want this. They want this. The guy will not answer a simple question with a yes or no. It's either yes or it's no, but he won't. And he mm-hmm. keeps repeating himself and they just all laugh about it because that it's
2: all a script. That's all it's a game. game. Absolutely. That's, that's it. Oh, well, it's people- sick. It's sickening to watch that. There's again, no accountability within the legislature. Like what's the speaker of the house doing? They should, they should be like, we're not going to leave here until you give a yes or no answer, or you get three more attempts and you're booted out. And you have to elect a new guy for that riding. That's how it should be at the very least. But Again, this it, it's been going on as long as I can remember, but especially as it's been prominent in the in terms of like YouTube Freeland, and circulating that Freeland
1: way. Should have been
2: kicked out already. Marco
1: Mendoncino should have been kicked out because the law, our constitution, which this is really funny because our constitution was never ratified back in eighty two. Right. So technically our constitution doesn't exist. Now, our default constitution, our default Bill of Rights is from England. It's the UK, and that specific literature also states that if you lie to the public, you're you're either you get kicked out, you have to resign, and you get prosecuted. Perjury. Marco Medicino has committed perjury countless numbers of times in front of committees. And so is Freeland. And yet, oh, by the way, the two billion dollars, wait until that comes up. You know, uh, well, we need the two billion right away, but the company that we're gonna invest in just still doesn't exist, and it still doesn't exist. And there goes two billion. But the veterans are asking for more than we can give. Oh, Ukraine, you guys need two billion? No problem. Hang on, let me fucking yeah, Bank of Canada, two billion. Send it to you, Zelensky. Uh oh. The veterans, fuck them. Hopefully, they'll join Made, and we can sell the
0: organs and put that two billion on auto pay every couple weeks. Might as well, you know. We can we can roll with that. It's That's it's incredible. insane what they're, you know. And like like we were talking about earlier with the the loss of of lives and a countless you know countless loss of lives in an unnecessary war. And we're sending them equipment. That they're not even qualified to fucking operate. So um the people to operate it. No. (laughs) I wanted to know though, the, the interesting thing is um somebody actually posted um dug up a list. I'll get their name for the next segment here, but uh they posted a list of all the donors for that Trudeau Foundation in that in that time frame, and most of them were actually from Richmond and Vancouver. And very few people have last name like Smith or Anderson or, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, any of them, right? So it's uh, it's pretty you know, crazy. It's and man, most of them man. only donated 1.5, like anywhere from a half million to 1.5 million. And yet apparently they donated two hundred, Is it 200 million? No, 200,000. Well, that's just what he gave back. So they lost it all because of the, you know, inflation, probably. Well, take a look at FTX. Anyone that
1: was involved with that FTX should be in prison.
0: Yeah, including so who's that? Zelensky, and Gates, and Biden,
1: Trudeau, all of them. Yeah, and and all the money went to Ukraine. Ukraine took that money. Sent it to the fucking Caymans, whatever. And, you know, Zelensky takes out a portion for himself. Oh, by the way, if you guys haven't, buy Zelensky's book that he was, you know, he was writing a book for Christmas to come out and stuff. You should buy his book so he can make more money because his $85 million estate that he has in Israel, well, he wants to get another one.
0: Wow. Is a book titled Costly the, the Showman?
1: I haven't got a clue. It's probably called. it's probably called how to scam everyone.
0: I don't know. He's uh yeah. He's uh, for the amount of money that they've given over there, you think he put on like a half decent dress shirt and maybe some, you know, some real pants or something.
2: Well, it's not part of the act, right? I mean he's an actor and he's gotta fit the part and you know, your your anti hero you know, tough guy he isn't gonna go put on a suit just because he got a bunch of money. That money needs to go to the front lines, Nate. That money needs to go to the bombs.
1: I, I, you know what? I love it. Uh, there's a war going on, but yet all these world leaders can go <laughs> visit him, and there's no, no. You don't hear any shooting. You don't hear nothing. No rockets oh, flying. You get by. a fake air
2: raid siren, right? You can get the fake air raid siren out there and and pretend like. You know, Kiev's being bombed when Biden's walking out there with his aviators, and you're like, "Wow, what a bold, risky move Biden took to go to the Ukraine." And but really, there was no threat at all. Dan
0: Bongino does a really good cover of that whole Biden there with the air raid sirens walking with Zelensky, and he said, "There's no freaking way he'd be walking like that if those sirens were real. Like, there's no, you know, and he wouldn't he wouldn't really be walking like that if it was a serious." issue right and and why why do they like is there a giant invisible dome over top of kiev or something like is there only one way in and out and, and you gotta fly in and know people i like, think
1: biden would start dancing if you he heard the air raid siren because he would think that it's like some kind of fucking you know it's on the radio and he'd be like you know yeah yeah, yeah this guy doesn't, yeah. He doesn't know he doesn't even know where the fuck he is
0: he'd figure he just want a right. game of bingo yeah he go whoa running up i'm on the prices wrong there bob uh, pirates of the caribbean see how that works cool. i'll take i'll
1: take i'll take a thousand for corruption alex the fucking daily <laughs> double all right you get money laundering too all right
2: you know what i mean it's like holy shit man this is nothing but a game and this is the guy that allegedly has that nuclear football you're gonna, you know what, this guy. I can see
1: him sitting in the office. He, you, know what, the fuck is this button here? Let's push. Holy fuck, man! The roof's opening. Hang on, let me push this button. Holy shit! Now that's the, the floor is starting to drop down. Oh, hang on, press this one. What the fuck are those things? Smoke coming out of those things, and they're launching. Hang on, let me press this one. Like you're gonna put him in
0: control of buttons. That's, that's why Trump put in the Pepsi button,
1: but Donald then Biden Trump-
0: came in and changed it to Coke. But it's a different kind of Coke.
1: It's funny. Trump, when he was president, he filled up the entire oil reserves for the United States at a premium price, man. It was so dirt cheap that every country is like, buy more, buy more, buy more. Where this guy's, you know, filling up people's fucking pools with oil to keep buying it. And now Biden has got all of those super tankers off the coast of Texas that are taking that oil to China and he's selling it to China the oil reserves for the United States is selling to China and it's like all of the stuff that he colluded you know like with um, uh, when uh, Poroshenko Yanukovych and then you had that prosecutor where he's you know he's on the phone it's like if you guys don't get rid of him you don't get the billion dollars you need to get rid of this guy like you have all of this evidence and nothing is happening that should tell everybody what time it is i'm just surprised that i don't know in the united states that they haven't started you know using those ar-15s the way that they meant to be used
0: yeah really no it is and even here in canada though it's a shame that more people aren't standing up and at least having dialogue with one another about the troubles of this um the only person that i've met recently and I do deal with anywhere from 20 to 50 people a day. I, uh, at minimum, then there's a, there's always that person, right? Like the other day, I get a shopping cart at the Walmart, and there's like the flyer in the bottom of the shopping cart. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's not too bad, you know? I hate when people leave shit in their shopping carts. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. But, you know, I open up this freaking flyer. I'm like, oh, might as well. It's in here classified biden documents fucking right there like (laughs) i just i can't i can't fucking believe like what is the limit with this shit
1: hey once he got caught obama you know so you didn't see obama around anymore because he was fucking in his garage burning his (laughs) he was like fuck me i'm not getting caught man i'm burning this man i'm not gonna shred it i'm gonna burn it
0: there's a saskatchewan farmer goes out to you know cut his fucking crop and up pops a bunch of like they're showing up in the craziest places mike pence's house right i I got a question
1: whatever happened here in canada with the klondike papers
0: that was a huge cover-up because
1: it just it just it just fucking went away yeah that's the
0: thing and for those that aren't familiar with the klondike papers nick
1: Oh, those are the um, technically, technically, and I'm not saying that this is true, that it has any type of, you know, water. And that was um, government putting hits on people like, say, for instance, oh, I don't know, the Shermans or something. You know what I mean? It's like people like that where they were scrubbing them out. Mm -hmm. That's what the Klondike papers are all about technically that's what they're about i can't say positively but um you can imagine that perhaps (laughs) i just don't know i just cannot say that that's what it is but that's your yeah the a lot of
0: yeah a lot of government conspiracy and government cover-up and and exposes with actual emails and all this kind of stuff right um it's kind of like if project veritas was just scrub from the internet right Oh, no, they're trying yeah they're trying it's it's weird
1: you guys ever watch have you guys watched the blacklist
0: is that on netflix
1: yeah it's on netflix no it's, it's actually but really i'll have good. somebody
0: download it for me that's what i do i don't watch i don't support any of that shit it's bad enough that we buy cable but it came with the internet so, so i got
1: free netflix that's why i watch it i wouldn't pay yeah yeah, but there, there, there's an now. episode. There's an episode where uh, Raymond Reddington. He's a you know America's number one most wanted guy in the world. Whatever, blah blah blah. Anyways, they call this guy the architect. And when I, when I think about the Klondike Papers and stuff, it's like, for instance, say for instance, there is a you know a plane accident. If you take a look at all of the people that were on that plane. You'll find out that this person worked for the government, and they were going to expose something, so they had to go. So you took down a whole plane for it.
2: Oh, you mean Four like that months. Malaysian flight that went away that had all those uh, cancer all those research, board members uh, that HIV. had HIV? The, they had all the uh, the tech on the uh, stealth missiles, and the only other guy that wasn't on the plane that could stand to inherit the patents on the stealth missile tech was a uh, was a Rothschild or a Rockefeller. Bingo just seemed really coincidental that all these other guys happened to be on the plane and just ended up in his hands this really important stealth missile tech but
1: uh, probably- top experts for chemicals for going to east palestine plane fucking crashes like you know did you know, they
0: just did <laughs> they just lose one of the guys that worked on the vaccine as well he just mysteriously got strangled to death
1: oh are you talking about uh, clinton retirement plan Even if you go to testify and you say you're going to testify against the Clintons and you say on national TV that I am not going to commit suicide, no fucking way am I going to commit suicide. And next thing you know, the guy's dead the day before he has to testify. And not only did he shoot himself in the head, he shot himself himself in the head twice. He fucking shot himself twice in the head. It's like, hang on. bet Oh, fuck. That didn't work. Hang on. Let's do it again. Like you double tap yourself like how is that impossible
0: <laughs> well it's because it's a medical the coincidence the part Nick. that can count you try again it's just one of those condition things maybe i guess that is super fucking sus right like yeah yeah if i'm it, right-handed i'm
1: right-handed but the gun is in my left hand but there's no fucking gsr <laughs> and then i got a bullet all in my head <laughs> yeah. it's like uh, let's see. I wonder if he committed suicide. Well, that's your that's your Clinton retirement plan because anyone, dude, that list. How many people got scrubbed? <laughs> like, uh, wait,
2: Nick, you never heard of uh, of old age ambidextrousness? Like where uh, you know you hit about seventy years old and all of a sudden your your dominant hand switches sides.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: D-
1: dude, with Clinton, man, like you hit fifty or forty and your time is up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You're happy to make it to 70. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. There's going to so, be no fucking social security checks for you.
0: So sorry, Blaine, just to circle back. Cause we haven't heard that term for quite a fucking while.
2: I missed that gingerbread lady. She was great. Yeah. These are unprecedented
0: times as we live in, like you said, there's a, there's a definite looming, you know, um, climate financial crisis that we must deal with. And, uh, yeah, I don't know where like I I have a hard time trying to fathom how we can fix this other than like we were talking about Nick earlier and like we talked about with Ron there our friend from uh, Venezuela the way to change things is communal lifestyle like you live in a pretty populated area from what I understand and I can imagine trying to create these um these representative Um, type groups that form the real government right and the the proper government with like a commune I guess commune lifestyle is the technical term for it
1: the only way that we get out of this is we have to do it at you have to start at the local level you can't try to change things at the federal level because it's not going to happen so if you can put pressure on your city council and on the mayor to get them out of agenda 2030 because if you have a whole city you know just say you know what we're going to go surround city hall and you've got like say for instance in Kelowna Kelowna Windsor the the difference is is Kelowna's spread out Windsor's not but the population is close to being the same uh if you if not you guys got more in Kelowna because here in Windsor it's like a couple hundred thousand and I believe that you guys in Kelowna have got more than that now
2: it's uh, you know, a like about that
1: but the thing is, is this is if you were to get like, say, 50, 60,000 people and they they march down a fucking city hall, you know what I mean? And if that doesn't work, you go to wherever the uh, uh, city council go to one of their houses and have a few thousand people outside sitting there going, you son of a bitch, you motherfucker. You voted like, hey, these people will change their vote to hold a referendum, you reverse things. And then you get your city, which is not really a city because Windsor is the corporation of the city of Windsor. Every city is an actual corporation, which is a dead entity. Like, Mm -hmm. this is common law. That would take a long time to explain everything. It's something people really need to educate themselves on is common law. But the point is, is you get that mayor and that city council to reverse their decisions and there's nothing that the federal level can do to change anything or the provincial. Like the premier can't change something that all of the people in the city want.
2: Right, they we can't. should in, we should invert the pyramid that we're familiar with where it's the federal, provincial, municipal on the bottom and it should just be municipal on the top. And I would even argue it should end at the municipal. There should be no uh, provincial or federal government, even I, because I, yeah. once it's, once you scale up to that level, it just, it immediately it's out of your control. I think city states might be the way to go, um, because you'd have all the, you know, you know, all the experiments and self-government across all these different cities and, you know, the market just by, because we're so inter interconnected now with all of our neighbors and all of our friends and family that live in different cities, we could see which cities are doing it right we could pressure our own cities to act the same way. And there's no need for this federalism, um, as, as I see it, because like I say, it, it gets out of hand. The, the power, like you say, to, be, to go to your mayor, to go to, your, uh, to rally the, the, the citizens that live around you, know where the guy lives, say, hey, you're doing right by us or you're doing wrong by us. That pressure is only going to exist as long as you have the municipal government being on top. Fuck the provincial government like if if we have natural resources in our city our city and our citizens should be the ones that designate how we choose to use those why should we have a province or a federal government saying this is what's best for you it it, it's just never going to add up the only idea is this vague idea of national security where you're under threat of you know these other gangs called governments from around the world that want to come in and steal your resources and you know I'm not saying that cities couldn't band together in mutual defense in my scenario, but it just, it seems like it doesn't make a lot of sense to have any authority above and beyond the municipality to me. What are your thoughts on that, Nick?
1: No, that's, that's, that's the way it should be. I live, I live in Windsor. The only thing that I care about to be quite honest is how my life is affected in the city that I live, not in Toronto or Ottawa or, or, or you know, Kelowna, Vancouver, whatever. You know what I mean? Because this is where I live. This is where my life is. And in order to make your life better, all the people have to come together. And once you have all the people come together and you do it at a municipal level, mm-hmm. the, mayor and the city councilors, and, and they start listening, they're supposed to work for us. Well, and here's and another point is us. that...
2: The, the birds of a feather could actually flock together in those scenarios because, again, when you see these other cities, you'd say, hey, I want to live in that city that's banned handguns because it seems like it's more up my alley. And you'd have all these individual experiments and you'd be like, well, hey, look at that. You know, uh, Red Deer, Alberta, they've, uh, they've, they have the lowest crime rate and every citizen's armed and they all have handguns and it works out okay for them. And you can have that experiment. And then if you don't like it, you can leave. And if you like it, you can move there away from your lefty shithole, and everybody can pick pick their poison, right? Instead of being like we elect we elect the poison of the left to to rule over everybody in the whole fucking nation. Whereas you know, like we're saying, just picking it in your municipality, having that, keeping it local, keeping it tight to you, it just seems like the the more honest way of doing things if you value the individual human and their philosophies, because at least you, you person, have options.
0: You person. You um, person, moon point self, you um, you person.
2: Uh, uh, it's actually moon Hugh self, man. right? Pardon. Uh, it's actually moon self. That's me. I, I'm moon self. Man,
0: yeah. No, we gotta we gotta be able to look at our own farms, market, and shit like that, man. Because
1: we have to start um, at local level.
0: Yeah, and well, just the money we would save having to not give anything. To- so we get. What did you say? 443 ridings, people riding in different areas in the country um, across Canada. Yes, sir. Is there like a United name behind behind that, that group, or it's just make up your own? Like here in Kelowna, we could have the Pogo and the West Ogopogo party.
1: Yeah, I've seen Ogopogo.
0: Really? <laughs> the
2: hell no. I man. saw a really <laughs>
0: cool YouTube video where a guy goes to Rattlesnake Island and gets video of the Oogie Poogie. And for those that don't know, um, Okanagan Lake here in Kelowna is known for its giant sea creature known as the Ogopogo, which is like the Loch Ness Monster where they speak different. But anyways, we uh, we have ours. But apparently the little ones, the baby ones, they're Oogie Poogies. So that's a fun fact for people now, now that they know about both.
1: You know what? I love Lake Okanagan, and the best part of Lake Okanagan is Kelowna. Not Penticton. It is Kelowna. And that lake is... Man, I've had great times in Kelowna, and all of the people are amazing there.
2: Everyone's friendly. Well, no, there's four people that aren't. I think you might It's been a while since you've been to Kelowna. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, hey, no more flashbacks, no more Back Avenue, no fucking Rosies, man. But hey, the OK Corral's still there.
0: Yeah, until Earls buys it, Earls will probably buy it, yeah. change it into another Montana's or some shit. I don't know. Um, I just it upsets me though we don't have East Side Mario's. It upsets me we don't have a Taco Time, like drive-through or Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Like but you either know what? of them, I,
1: I mean, miss taco time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, either one. Like have a drive through for them. Um. Yeah. And now there's a thing that they weren't gonna allow drive throughs here anymore, which is crazy, because more people here probably drive the electric cars than anywhere in the fucking world. Because Kelowna is the the Beverly Hills of fucking BC, you know.
1: Uh, oh, let me ask you this about the EV cars. We all know that in sub-zero temperatures, whatever, that apparently the batteries get drained real quick, and sometimes EV cars don't start. And as Blaine said, that's probably been a long time since I've been in Kelowna. But winter wise in Kelowna, have you seen people have problem with their electric vehicles? Or
0: no, it's they use a lot, they use a little bit for sure. A noticeable amount of battery power when it's really cold. Um, we don't get many twenty belows. We don't get many below days, right? Everything thaws out in Kelowna pretty quick because there's a giant lake never freezes. So that's a natural form of antifreeze, basically, for the valley. Just right there with that, the warmth of the lake keeping the keeping the ground thawed, right? That's what keeps Kelowna from getting much frost or frost at all for the majority of uh, the seasons, right? So, yeah, the, the batteries in the Teslas, I know for sure, haven't had many um, problems with degradation or holding their uh, their charge other than, yeah, you do notice that they go down quite a bit. You lose ah, a little bit of
2: range, but like nowhere near like uh, Northern Alberta or something like that, you know, we've and got a pretty good here. Even other places in BC, if it gets cold enough, there's like a substantial, like, like we say, minor degradation here as far as your range, but I couldn't imagine when you get in minus 20, minus 30, they must just drop off like a rock.
0: Yeah. And it's worse. It's worse for the battery, though, in the summertime, because that's what happens. uh, More people have Tesla's breakdown in the summer because the battery does have a a neutralizing jacket, a conditioning jacket, if you want to call that, I guess is the term where it keeps the battery warm in the winter when it gets too cold and it keeps the battery um, cool in the summer. And it also engages that whenever you plan to go to a charger and you give the car notice within 10 to 15 minutes, you're going to a charger and it will um, idealize that battery's temperature for a quicker charge, right? And help those cells not have to overperform, right? To to recharge the battery. I so, didn't know that
1: the weather was that that good in the wintertime. I've never been to Kelowna or Penticton. Or, uh, I've been to Vernon once accidentally i had no choice and it was in the winter and it was fucking cold there a lot of snow but um as far as uh cologne and Penticton, and I've, I've never been in the winter time for all the years that i lived in vancouver it's always strictly summer every weekend
0: mm. yeah and it, well and it never the temperature never stays cold very long and if it does it's like moderately cold like 10 degrees below zero for a week you know if it hits 20 below it's not usually that long and it's pretty rare too but it seems almost every year around christmas time there's a, a 20 below snap or close to 20 below snap here um yeah no it's a it's a neat little paradise as far as you know as long as you own a leaf blower you can keep up with the snow in the winter right so it's a it's a nice, neat
2: little uh, microclimate
0: microclimate yeah but we do have uh some serious uh, problems crime homelessness um, speaking of i scooters. went for the first
2: time ever down past uh like the train or the old train tracks where they got the homeless encampment set up there oh yeah uh, how, I, bad, how bad is it there for homeless i could well, not fucking believe i could not believe it well like we we're just talking about it's got a nice microclimate here in the winter so it attracts a lot of homeless people from the uh, colder regions for sure. But like just in my lifetime, it was like, yeah, you'd see some here and there. And then Leon, the street downtown got pretty bad. Uh, but now they, they've got this bum camp set up there, unhoused camp set up uh, where the rail trail is. And it blew my mind. It's like, I don't know, hundreds of meters of just fucking tents and tarps and... They got a food truck showing up there three times a day to give these people food, and it's it's wild. It's nothing like that, nothing I've ever seen.
1: Is that the park? As soon as you cross the bridge to your right-hand side, you got the park, and then you got the hospital. And then if you go further down, I think it's Skaha Beach or something like that. Oh, yeah. That's is that, that where, is, uh, what's the beach there, the one that I'm talking about? Gyro Park?
0: Gyro? No. No, the city park then. Or Mushroom Beach, which is a tiny beach. Strathcona Beach is by the hospital. Strathcona. That have...
1: That's what I'm thinking.
0: Okay. Are we recording? Yeah, we yes. are.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Where are we going with all of this stuff? 443 MPs. Okay. So each of us in that's going to run, we make it a um, like, like Robin Williams used to when he made movies we make it a rule that we have to employ two homeless people to help out as PAs or, you know, or grips or whatnot, right. For our ridings. That's smart. That's good. You know, that's good community focus. That's, that's solutions. But how do we, as 443, how do we differentiate ourselves from all the other parties that are running? Like, is there a, is there a name that's then going to cross over to every different
1: if, if you have, let's just say, for instance, out of the 443 MPs, let's just say that um, 223 are independent candidates, as long as you form a coalition, you will pick the next prime minister. It wouldn't be the CPC party, PPC, NDP, Liberals. It wouldn't be them, even if they've got you know the majority of seats that's remaining because they are a party. The Westminster Abbey system of Parliament is a lot different than the United States government, how they have the Congress and the Senate and everything. It sort of works the same way, but you can take all the independent candidates and they can form a, a like a coalition and, you know, call themselves something to elect the next prime minister. And you work together against these guys and you guys are going to be the you know we we would be the majority
0: but so why do not we is, call it the can we call it the freedom, freedom um, party? party are we allowed yeah. to call it the fp
1: you can but right now trudeau and our existing parliament right now is trying to do what zelensky did and is ban other political parties so if we decided to create a political party for this upcoming election that would be all across canada and we called it the freedom party they are trying to make it so that that cannot happen
2: well and the danger is, is when you have a, a party like that you can kind of get tribal and so the nice thing about what you're saying about having a bunch of independents coming together is that people can feel like they can withhold their vote whereas when you're part of a party you want to try and go along with the party no matter what like we see with the conservative party where you could have an mp who might mean well someone like uh roman Baber, who you know st- you know stood up against the the mandates and was you know quite yeah, vocal about supporting the freedom convoy and stuff like that but go to the seems, government
1: website and take a look how he votes and he votes the exact way the party does because which is party- what i'm saying
2: which is what well, i'm saying The well, the, whole, I, big- the whole the whole issue with being a part of a party is that you're you've you've uh, been captured by the party you don't have an independent or at least you choose not to no 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 uh, you have an independent voice within you do
1: not have an absolute independent voice whatsoever as soon as you join that party they have their own constitution every party has their own constitution and when you become a candidate for one of those parties you have to sign their charter their charter states that you must vote the way they want you to vote on whatever bills are coming up, unless you are personally trying to pass uh, some type of legislation.
2: like Right. So I we're man- saying the same thing. So just I, I'm just expressing that the danger of having this freedom party is that you get uh, subsumed by the exact same issue that you're trying to fight against, which is having to vote along party lines. Because if you do have, for whatever reason, you know it might not be initially, but say 10 years down the road, you might have a quote unquote leadership uh, part of the party that is telling the rest of the party how to vote. And then we're back at square one if you get captured like that. So having everybody remain independent in your scenario seems to be the benefit of having all these independent candidates is that you'd not be to any kind of party ideology. Yeah, or that's constitution. the, that's yeah,
1: the yeah. thing. You've got to make sure that 10 years down the road. There, there isn't going to be certain individuals that are going to be sort of like the leaders of this independent movement. It's, it's, It's got to be, you, you get in, and when you go to vote for whatever piece of legislation, you think of your riding, your city, and what's best for them, and you vote either yes or no, but you also have to, like, I ran for MPP. And I said in one of my videos that the very first piece of legislation that I'm going to put forward is no four-year terms. You, If you lie, you and when you're campaigning, if you lie and you don't come through, you know, after six months, just have the people take a referendum. If they like the job you're doing, you get to continue doing it. If they vote against you, bang, you're fucking, you're gone. Just like any other job. You, you, you go late to work. You get fired. You know, you don't show up, you get fired.
0: If you were
1: to be an MP, you don't get fired. You can fucking do anything you want. Like, come on.
0: If you're a 50 year old applying for a part time job at McDonald's accidentally, even on your way into work, elbow another co-worker who identifies as a lady today in the boob, in the boob, (laughs) you'd you'd be let go that day. He'd be like, oh, he, he hit me in the boob. Oh, well, you know, apologize, okay, and this is your last day. That would be it, you know? And that's if you were a 55-year-old lady applying at McDonald's today to go to work and, you know, work around this um, microcosm of insanity and um, snowflakeness. Um, it's,
1: it's just division that the government is creating to keep dividing the people.
0: To get so, is freedom, to... is freedom the right word? I think, I think maybe even like a spiritual kind of name for the party would be more fitting because it does seem like it would be more people with morals based on some sort of you know, um, belief that we should have these morals for good reason. Just you know? call it
1: the real democracy party.
0: <laughs> well, maybe anti Satan party because if we're against something i think that's how it works right because you like saw. anti-fa right so if we call it anti-satan maybe a- I... anti saw.
1: you saw anti-sa. what happened in brazil eh brazil no. and during carnival and i took a picture of it it was all over twitter and stuff and they had this massive float with fucking satan laying down and what happened God decided that that's not going to do. And he flooded the shit out of the city within hours. It was, you saw cars in that were going down the street because of the water. They're doing like fucking 60 miles an hour, man. They were like zoom. And this just started pouring and that was it done. It was like, it was almost like it's a sign from God saying that, you know what? You guys want to start to idolize this? Well, this is what's gonna happen.
0: Well, I don't think we can call it the anti-Satan, come to think of it. I think I think the people are, are just too dumb for that. We'll call it San Satan, S-A-N-S, right? So French for non, right? So we call it the non-Satan party, but everybody'll think they're voting for Stan Satan. Well, what about the Natism Party? No, no, we can't, no? We can't <laughs> go there. No. See, here's here's how it's gone. It's gone from Bad stand up comedy, um, terrible cooking show. Um, what else do I have? The stuff that Doug says. Um, Doug D Doug, if you get a chance, add him on Facebook. He's a he's a great, great character. Um, yeah. To yeah, doing a podcast about people on TikTok, with people on TikTok. How long have and you me, been doing your and podcast? And the reason that we do this podcast, just to clarify for our listeners, is you wouldn't believe how many people get banned off TikTok. And how much content, like probably hundreds of thousands of minutes worth of content every five minutes is being removed from TikTok, right? Have you you been banned much, Nick? Not banned. I got
1: one video taken off without any warnings, and they went to ban my account immediately. It was a climate change video. I appealed it. I got my account back. I'm just, um, I'm very careful and selective of what I say on my videos and when I do say something you if you've you've watched my videos I show you proof right there like I take my phone I'm showing you on the internet this is exactly what it says this is factual it's not misinformation disinformation this is what's right there that anyone can read and therefore they can't really go to take anything down
0: yeah. Um. Go ahead at this time if you want. Go ahead and plug your uh, your TikTok or or your Instagram or any of those other things that you might be involved on.
1: Uh, mine is my TikTok is it's simply your choice. One four p.m.
0: Yeah. And That's you're, mine. are you are you um? Have you talking to many other people like in in your writing? Like how many people can can get seats in the in the city where you live like is there not a percentage there?
1: three there's three seats here. you've got Windsor uh, Windsor Tecumseh, you've got Essex and then you've got Windsor West. those are your three MPs or three MPPs uh, during provincial and federal election. Um, there's um, uh, there's uh, the freedom convoy guys that are from Windsor uh, started to get together and um it was actually infiltrated by the cpc party and these guys are trying to get all the freedom people to vote for the cpc party and about a month ago in this um local sort of meeting they actually went to kick out the guys that started the freedom convoy they went to separate they separated them from this group and it's like okay, this whole thing is a freedom group and you're kicking out the guys that were actually on the front line. Uh, And one thing I want to say is this, is has anyone looked up to see which company makes the fuck Trudeau flag and the fuck Biden flags? You'd be surprised who owns those companies
0: and where the money goes. Well, that's one of those things that we should be making ourselves and then we can be thankful and proud of our country for giving us the opportunity to actually manufacture a flag here instead of buying one from China but i assume most of them are coming from indonesia or china in in the in the big spectrum of it all but uh
1: no but if i'm not mistaken the liberal party created a company a shell company that goes through like 250 other subsidiary companies that actually own the fuck trudeau flag so every time somebody buys it it goes right to the liberal party's pocket their coffers
0: yeah that would not surprise me of course if if not he would have bought it from whoever had done it because he would have Um, banned those flags by now well yeah and and he'd be the type of person definitely as you know a born again feminist to to want to make that extra cash right and to see his name on everything right? Like if you ever go to even, what is it, Canadian Tire or, um, Sears, if there is still one or the Bay, you know, there's Trudeau brand, everything, right. Salt shakers and fucking all kinds of, um, household items have the Trudeau name on them. So there's definitely, you know, wow. Been a lot of money in that family for far too long, but yeah, we're down to our last minute here, Nick. It's been great having you on the podcast. Um, hope thank to have you, you on much. again sometime maybe without a time limit here we're looking at, at upscaling where we can just do it all one solid you know one half hour or, or two hours so
2: hey, yeah nice to meet you blaine hey, nice to meet you as well nick that was a fun conversation good chatting with you
1: hey and hey thank you very much nate for uh, having me on again
0: yeah no problem we'll hope to see you again like i said and uh, um yeah i want to keep following this because i think this is the way to do it is really we need to uh Look more into our local and less into any of it.
1: Definitely, local is where we have to start. Yeah, that's where we need to make our change.
0: Yep, if we're ever going to push the change anywhere, it's going
1: to have to
2: come from local for sure. And we
1: all have to come together as one. Mm -hmm. You know what?